0: We have to create the right vibe, you know, the energy and everybody at the organization has to feel so privileged to be here. This is no other way. He's still And that might do it for Arsenal now! Thanks for listening to the Purely Arsenal Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at Purely FP for all the latest Arsenal podcasts.
1: Welcome to the sit down at a purely
0: Arsenal podcast. It's an international break. We're top of the league and we're here to discuss it with Neil Shaw. How are you doing, Neil? Very lonely. I'm so lonely, Jack. It's difficult, isn't it, when you're at the top? Yeah. it's so lonely it's cold and lonely at the top of the tree
1: i tell you yeah it really is it is it is. yeah i'll get used to it though get used to it god i'm all right being a loner um, no problem <laughs> with that no problem with that at all we're talking about that and birthdays happy belated birthday
2: 31 years young james johnson how are you doing james yeah no, no no i'm all good thank you very much um there's a good it's always you got always got to be happy when uh you pump a team 3-0 on your birthday haven't you you can't you can't complain yeah, absolutely. It was a, a could have, perfect birthday. Could have been birth, six or it, seven, but yeah, I absolutely.
1: And 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 for the Queen, you know, rest in peace. Ninety six, yeah. uh, big Guna. Big from what, from what I'm told, anyway, and stuff that I saw um, online. And what a way to, for the Arsenal team to send off the only team in the league wearing all black it was a lack of respect across the. Oh, laps. Yeah. But, but we we were classy with her, and um, got put a little grey sock number in there as well, which was a nice little treat. I thought I didn't I didn't know we had grey socks to be honest. Um, so we, look, we went to Brentford. I'm I'm always apprehensive and nervous. Um, nil before any game to be honest less so now because what I'm seeing now is basically consistency in performances you know like if we were talking last year or the year before we you know let's be honest uh, we, we oftentimes didn't know what we were going to get in terms of performance you know because it was so sporadic we didn't really have a settled side it was so many reasons which I don't want to go back to but, but this season the one thing you can say even for the man you lost which we've brushed quickly over um, our performances have been relatively um consistent but this game, because of the loss and how we reacted to the loss last season, we lost in clusters, didn't we? Um, I felt, you know, and it, it obviously it was all delayed because, you know, understandably because of um, games being cancelled, because of the untimely death of the Queen and things like that. It, it just built up that apprehension for me. And I think I was texting you guys and, and I was like, oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. And Brentford, by the way, at, before this game, they were second top goal scorers in the league hadn't not scored in any Premier League game um, and we limited them to the least shots they had in the in in the Prem since they arrived in the Premier League I believe at the start of last season. I thought Neil to get to you after a long spiel it was our most complete performance most mature performance of the season from front to back but what were your overall thoughts on it?
0: Yeah yeah I agree it was a complete performance total performance but what I was most uh, impressed with was the attitude um, the attitude for many reasons number one to come back off a loss because that, that, that loss hurt them you could see after the final whistle at Old Trafford a lot of the players were just de- dejected they were they were hurting and um, I think it's because number one I felt that we controlled a lot of the game anyway and played very well in that game it was a couple of lapses and a change of you know too many substitutions uh, made in one go which I think unbalanced the team which led to uh the the errors um so to come back from that i know we had the the mid, you know the Euro- europa first europa game uh, which we we did very well in as well uh but that was a a, a, a slightly different well slightly maybe it quite a few changes in that team which meant that some of the players which had come off the loss have not played since so you know, to come back from that with a good attitude um, was incredible. And, you know, yeah, you're right. Brentford had scored in every game and it was away at Brentford. Uh, and the second reason is coming back from the, the, reversal, the reversal of last season uh, where we got so much, so much uh, negative press uh, from that game and even into this game. The pundits were awful. Uh, uh, that, that I was listening to, they were so biased, and they kept on mentioning, "Oh, that infamous game! Oh, that inf-. They were almost willing for to score. It was that bad, um, and so they've come off that as well, as well as the loss at, uh, at Man U. And the attitude was so fantastic. The mentality was great. It just shows now that we can pick ourselves up very, very quickly, Jack. It's not just the in-game pickup when we concede a goal and get one back very quickly, which we've seen also in this season. It's also how do we react after a loss? And the pressure was on us a little bit because now we're, we're sitting at the top. We are dropped to third after the Saturday games. So that was another test to see. How well are we going to respond to that? And look how we did. And it was a response, which wasn't just a gritty win, a hard-fought gritty win. It was a complete performance from every player in that park, literally. Um, We stopped them scoring uh, and stopped their record for this season uh, from great performances at the back. Um, Saliba, my God, I just, you know, I think they were all good. But Saliba just stands out for me every single game. Um, just, just a point one that one little moment really I think near just which led actually to the, the third goal I mean he was you know he. I thought at one moment is he lost that and his composure and his calmness to, to just nonchalantly just keep control of the ball and then actually can, turn it into an attack was, was in, immense and then yeah you've got all the um, the usual suspects that we know of and this is coming back of you know having no Odegaard having no Sinchenko we were thinking, oh, what's that going to do to our team? But, oh no, it doesn't matter. Let Vieira come in. Let our let our the famous namesake come in, and wow, what a debut! What a debut! Which I know you're going to talk about that goal. I mean, goodness me! And um, you know, I thought I thought Tini, Tini was all right. He did a job. At the end of the day, he did a job. So a that's better. all we need from him. So you know, all, we can talk about all the other players as we know, but I think it was great, Shaka for me, it started to feel like a new signing Jack. <laughs> he really is. I mean, he's just a different player. He's, he's the no, player really that know. It's just, oh my goodness me, he's, he's, he's the player that we, we know uh, know of from his international uh, uh, in role. You know, how he plays there when he plays for Switzerland. And I think he's still captain for Switzerland. I might be mistaken, but yeah, you know, it's it's just incredible. And his he's of the armband, obviously he was a bit reluctant last season. I think, was it last season where one of the players went to give him the armband and he said no. It was um, after, early last
1: season if it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. probably right.
0: And now that he's um, he's embraced his his position at Arsenal again, uh, he's happy to be at the club. The fans are warming to him with now even singing a song for him. And everything has changed so much, so drastically. It's a complete U-turn. And my God, he seems to be brilliant in every game. He's become a... Just playing, not only doing his role as defender, you know, he he made some great, great, great movements there, but also in uh, you know, going forward, his 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 now mindset is totally different because he's got more time on the ball and he's not rushed. He's got the space and the vision to go forward as well, and he's incredible. So, Jack, I'm, I I know um, you were apprehensive, and I know that you're probably concerned about the next couple of games. But we, I don't think we could be in any any better position to, to really give it a go. Um, and it's nice to feel that it's the first time that you know I think all of us as fans are now actually looking forward to the next game because you summed it up. Seasons past, we don't know what we're going to get. It's very, it's like Marmite, we just don't know whether it's going to be a good performance or a really bad performance. Now we know that at least if nothing else whatever the outcome whatever the officiating is going to be like we are going to give it our all and that's the comforting thing
1: yeah no I agree with all that really um, I do yeah and I am I'm very excited for the games to come of course still I, I mean it just, it's just sort of a natural way of of, of being but it, it, you know if i have been told you know seven games in we would have won six of them and it, despite looking at the fixtures and maybe being the favourites for, for those six games, some of those games are, are really tough to win. to brentford to palace those are not easy games, as you can see from all the other teams that are close to the top, um, who have dropped points at similar places already this season, or maybe, you know, even lower level teams already this season. So there's no easy points, really, in this league. And um, I just thought it was a critical James, we're the nuts, mate. We are are the bollocks. Do you know what I mean? We are really, really good. And I'm trying to work out, um, you know, because it's hard to put expectations, but also limitations on a side when you see a side growing in front of your eyes every game. And it, it wasn't like we had... You, a fully fit first team even out for this team we had a captain out we had our starting left back this season out um, you know obviously Tommy Asu doesn't start a right back at the moment but we also had Thomas Party back but so we had some, some significant players still out of this moment but we just control games from the start and we always used to say like you can tell what a manager wants to do um, early on in the game because of how they see how you start a game and that first minute that passage of play where Martinelli should have scored but lost his foot in unbelievable um, I know Shaka could have also shot, but I actually thought it was incredible sort of, you know, disguise to, to give it back to Martinelli and I, I was kind of more frustrated with Martinelli myself. But you can tell just from that, that that minute, James, that we are, we're on it, we've already been waiting for this game since the, the man you lost and trying to get back and that's a huge difference to last season where we felt nervy and worried when we'd made a loss and confidence looked like it was zapped out of us. Just a massive change, James.
2: Yeah, no, 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 and no. I, th- I think um what it comes down to is, is, is uh, like you just mentioned earlier, is that it was the most mature and I think our best performance of the season because still we've had times where we've all said, oh, you know, we've played in a good spell there, a good spell there, but when is it going to be a full 90 minutes of progression? And that's what we saw at the weekend. It was literally a whole 90 minutes worth of of domination from start to end and um, I think like you said about uh, yeah we're the nuts we we really are Jack we really are we, we, you know Gabriel Jesus has got 14 chances created which is the most in the league then you go to who's third in the league because De Bruyne is obviously second this. you know he's, he's probably going to win it at the end of the season but tied is Saka and Martinelli with 12 so you're you're seeing a front three which is finally in sync clicking and they're all singing from the same hymn sheet. And that's what we've wanted for ages because there's been so much time in the past where we're just like, Oh, they look like they haven't been playing football together. You wondering what's going on, you know, and it, it seems as though um, we said it all through uh, when it was the lockdown time, when it was the water breaks, and Miracle Arteta could get them all in a circle. He'd be like, right, smash your heads together. You do this, you do this. It, and then after that, we'd either score or we'd do something, and we'd be like, oh, it seems as though, I'm like, bloody hell, more water breaks, please, because that's when he uh, you know, comes into fruition yeah. as a manager. And I don't know if it's because we had that extra week where um, – Obviously, you know, like we said, the untimely death of the Queen and what have you gave us that extra week's worth of preparation. But I also do think, like you said, yeah, the loss against Man United meant that we had to be on it. And uh, by gosh, were we on it? Um, You know, touching back on that Man United loss just quickly, I don't think we played particularly badly in that game. Uh, We just got smashed twice on the counter. But yeah, we just did two silly things and got punished for it. And yeah, I, I can't say anything about you know there's no glaring error in that game from anybody nobody had a performance that was terrible in the brentford game so uh long may it continue because we've got you know we've got i know we're going a game at a time that's how i want to do it but we've got three three games at home next so there's no traveling involved there so you know if we just crack on do what we've been doing and uh finally we can shut these people up like you said because they're still going on about it jack and um you know, oh, we've not played anybody in the top six. I'm like, yeah, but you're playing people that are below the top 10, that when last season we dropped points to them, we were a shambles and an embarrassment. Yet when you're doing it, oh, it's Premier League's hard. It's diff- oh, it's difficult to prep. Yes, yeah, proper so, narrative, isn't there? I yes. thought
1: about that a little bit when I was seeing... I thought, what what would the media be saying right now? And it's early days. We're not, no one's getting carried away at Arsenal in terms of Arsenal fans. We know what the expectations were at the start of the season. And, you know, I I still maintain that in terms of getting back in the Champions League, et cetera. But, um, but you know if if it was another club certain so another club other than Man City or Liverpool that were top of the table right now that the narrative would be really different in this two week break like in terms of oh how positive oh look are they in the race you're not hearing any of that in fact the most thing i've heard is about Wenyeri the 15 year old coming on and what an uproar that's created amongst Arsenal's academy oh. etc <laughs> which is which is incredible i've, I've looked at a few different so obviously pretty poor sources but just stuff that you see and i'm i'm just like yeah i'm feeling it again i'm starting to feel that when you're starting to see that sort of stuff, you can you can sense that people are a little bit worried about what we might be doing here at this club. I was just, to be honest. I was just about to say that to yeah. you, mate. I'm like the
2: fear factor slowly coming back Yeah, in. it's
1: nice, isn't it? We're under the radar. I'm not saying it. much even because it's early days and we've got you know, we've still got a lot of tough tests to come. But but in terms of the way we're playing, I think people are sleeping a little bit on the way we're playing, because the way we're yes. playing perform we always said that for the last two years on this podcast, we must have said it so many times performances breed breed results, right? And it doesn't matter if you get a great result against, you know, a Liverpool at home where you've had three shots and they've had 25 because longevity-wise, that is not sustainable. But what is sustainable is what you just said there. Martinelli's created 12, Gabriel Jays created 14, Saka's created 12, yet having a poor season or something. You know, but it's clear we're, we're repeating performances where we're dominating games, we're higher up the pitch, we're not allowing them. And the, the only concern with the man you game um james and neil is um that is similar to what i expect tottenham to play against us in, and i'll get i'll get to you Neil, on that And we have to be better and i think we were in this game but obviously less a threat but we have to be better at, if we do lose the ball to, to not be so vulnerable when we lose it and i think thomas party makes a huge difference to that and we'll get to him as well but neil um so i guess we'll touch on a few of the key moments and a key players of the game you touched on him at the start of the podcast um, William Saliba um, but he's turned I mean Neil he's he's turned up with two-, it was two goals in seven now I know it's just early days but he's not something that he's really shown too much of I think even in France he's not, he's not got too many goals or anything like that maybe he's looking at Gabriel beside him going yeah I'm going to take a bit of the positives out of this bloke because Gabriel the one thing you can say for him whether he's makes the odd error or whatever he is lethal in the box but what's really great now is, is we've always been vulnerable from set pieces but now we are proper dangerous from them I mean we are a, a unit out there do you know what I mean when you walk out I sense I got 2004 vibes they're all six three, six four. Yeah, they are yeah. Are, we're basically a track and field team, but we can play a bit of the football very well. It's fantastic, Neil. But um, but yeah, t- touch on the goal, mate, um, and, and Saliba overall. He's just unbelievable. I've got no more words for it. He's just incredible football. I think he's best centre-back in the league at the
0: moment. Oh, 100%. Uh, uh, look, you, you've, you've, what you just said there about track and field, we've got we've got speed, aggression, physicality. um and No um, drugs. And- And no, no drugs yet, no asthma inhalers. And, um, and we've, and we've got the, the skill as well. And that was, that was a big piece of the menu for that great team of ours. There's a, I can draw quite a few likenesses with that tree. Obviously, we can't compare. You can never do that. But there are some likenesses and, uh, it's very, very, um, positive and it's all good omens for me um and yeah um salib i think salib is just enjoying himself i think he's enjoying his role at arsenal and i think that's the big thing you know you say that you know he's he's, he hasn't really he's done everything but probably score goals before now he's scoring goals i think it's because he's enjoying himself um and he's just i don't know what to say about him um yeah, okay, his, his head's dropped a couple of times or could have dropped a couple of times because of the errors and whatnot. And I think you're absolutely right about the counter. I think but probably if there is a weakness in our team, it's that. It's how do we, you know, create a, a defensive mechanism against that counter-attack. And that is what Tottenham are going to do. Conte is definitely going to set them up like that. Um, so we've got to be wary. But hopefully the way Arteta is also progressing with his way of managing... He's probably watched that Man United game over and over. From what I'm learning of Arteta, he's he's almost a bit like Wenger was. He just eats, sleeps, and drinks football, and he's like he's focused on it. So I would have hoped, like to think that he's watched that thoroughly, and hopefully that will maybe mitigate any errors that we may see in that counter uh, attacks. That you know we, we're a little bit, uh, I don't know. There's a bit of fragility there within our team with, with respect to that. But but yeah, Saliba is just immense, and 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 you know look. He's given us that threat in the box now. He's given that additional threat. And I think it's so important that we we, we didn't used to do anything like this. I remember um, it had been so long before we'd, we'd scored from a corner or it was very, very fleeting. We'd score maybe the odd goal here or there, but it would very be, you know, we'd moan, we'd say, can these guys not take a proper corner? Can the corner execution itself, you know, it's not even going into any danger areas. It's not finding any any players but now it just seems to be that when we get a corner, we feel like we're going to score. It's the complete opposite. It's a complete role reversal. And that is due to, I think, um, we started seeing that last season, right? Uh, I think, James, you one of you two mentioned the, 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 the set piece coach that we've got now. And he's completely turned it around. And now he's not only from what he's probably coaching and teaching, but he's also he's got the players to execute what he wants as well. Um, because of that height that we've got, because of that strength. And I think that's it. We've just got those big guys now, almost akin to that great team, which can start now almost um, mimicking what we used to do before, which is a threat all over the place. You know, so that's the difference. You know, we've got goals coming from different areas, as you guys just mentioned earlier, from different players, causing different threats. So it's not just on, you know, in the move and, you know, during play itself. But set pieces, and I think that is striking the living fear into teams. They're not saying it yet. Of course, the media are not saying it, yet because obviously we've not played anyone. You know, we've we've just played uh non-league team so far. So no no one in the premiership. So, you know, it's not being but I think there is a definite fear, and that's the important thing. But Saliba, I think he's gonna go from strength to strength. And look, guys, don't worry if you are fearing that he hasn't signed his contract
1: believe you me he will sign well I love the I love the interview I love the interview the interview is so uh, first of all you have to ask why is he sitting down to do that interview you know he doesn't have to sit down and do an interview I presume he's agreed to it or said yeah yeah, let's get on and chat about it he's starting to feel at home he says he feels settled in London which is great as well because we don't we don't have a big French contingent he's come from France two years playing in France but you can tell even in the little clips that you see that the the players love him they love him Gabriel loves him he he knows he's playing alongside the best center Back in the league here of course he loves him I'd love him if I was
2: playing alongside him Jack did you course, see him arrive to France for international duty now I saw him he's, arrive right, in he's one of the only people that I've seen wear white jeans and not look a tosser yeah that's, that's, that's how good he is he can wear white jeans and not look a tosser he's done it's, unbelievable. Yeah. it's unbelievable it's unbelievable and that's oh, really? the point, man. I mean, he
1: does a little Dior T-shirt, right? Yeah, and so on. love I mean, him. He's loving it. He's, he's already—he knows he's already got the money coming in from the new contract, doesn't he? That's the thing. Yeah. He's going. Yeah. I've got it. It's on the table. I'm going to buy stuff early and get paid back next month. That's what he's yeah, saying. So I,
2: don't, I don't want to call this mystic, mate, but we called it. He's—he's agent and him are going to play it as if to be like, look. You're telling me that I'm in there. You've got to prove to me that I'm in. And fair play to Arteta. He could have easily have gone last year. Oh, no, that Ben White and that Gabrielle partnership, I'm not breaking that up. But he sees that this guy is that good. I'm going to have to break it up. And do you know what? Ben White don't get enough credit. Fair play. He's gone out there in a position that's not his. And he's doing his business. And, so, you know, you mentioned, I don't want to get over the top of the comparisons to that 2014, but there was a guy there that was a central defensive midfielder in Lauren and he got told to move back and he never complained and he done his job. Yeah. And, ben you know, you've sh- characteristics. You, you've had him on the show. Yeah. He's a great... Great player was Lauren. Great yeah, player. Exactly. He didn't, didn't really get the credit until I think after he left. A bit like Gilberto. Yeah. You didn't notice it until he left when you were like, bloody hell, he was good, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah.
1: And you just don't, I mean, I, I think it's a big, I mean, you can't praise Arteta enough, but, but we, I remember us last season saying that, that that's the acid test for Arteta is what he does with Saliba because there's no, there's no, pushing this out to, to to saying an attitude issue or da-da-da-da-da no. or like, or, like or something like that because the quality is just so clear. It's like jumping out of you from the page. We cannot let this player go. He is literally going to start for us. And, and we said it when a lot of people in fairness were saying, well you know, he's not proven in the league. He's just playing in the French League. You don't know. I was like, Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need to watch a guy and you know, he's starting for us the moment he walks back in. And I don't care who's leaving the team for him or who's shifting. He's starting for us. But again, with Ben White, yeah, you can't, you know, he was bought in on paper as a centre-back, a 50 million centre-back, right? The most expensive player in our back line. And to be shifted out, some people with a, with a lesser character would have taken that and, and been disheartened or frustrated and he's exhibited no signs of that in fact he's supporting sleeper all the time he looks like he's really um taken to the right back position right and sort of said okay this is this is this is my way into this team now and realized that he's amongst a team that he's just you know building so quickly that he, he that, that he better Make sure he performs in that position, because otherwise he might find himself out of position. And, and now we're sitting there going, "Well, where does Tommy Asu get in?" And last season there was points where we were saying before he got injured, Tommy Asu was a clear front runner for player of the season. So that just shows how. But it's, that, that's all fantastic for the team. It's probably fantastic for Tommy Asu too to give his calves a little bit of a break. So it's, it's you know all good things coming up through there. And I thought the, the flick on from Sleeper, we're doing a lot of that, that near post. Sort of hits, and and I think Saka's pretty good from the from the dead balls, isn't he? I mean, he's second top assist maker in that league behind De Bruyne, even though he's having a poor season. My brother texts me every game saying we should drop him. But my first point is for who, and the second point is he's definitely not having a bad game. But what's he's just so involved Saka all the time that I almost I'm someone that you know clearly he's not got his shooting boots on at the moment, but. I'm someone that forgives all that because
2: you're not with the build-up play that he's got. You just can't. Well, I, th- I think near the end, I think that Raya made a brilliant save. Um, I know yeah, a lot of people. Yes, yeah, like like to that. the right. A yeah of, yeah. a lot of people yeah. are going on about oh you should have been scoring I'm like no that's a that's, a, I'm like, that's a class save honestly like, it's a save. really really good save
1: then there was the early one from the Fabio Vieira pass where he just went to yes. the right and he lashed it over the yeah, bar yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that, that was what I was thinking of I was like okay just he's a bit too eager in front of goal at the moment but they're going to they're gonna come I mean he scored against United they're, they're going to mm-hmm. come no problem so we're 1-0 up and then the second goal and the third goal but this, the, they're all great but the second goal is a thing of beauty in terms of team play there wasn't it Oh,
0: um I thought he was gonna go for James, sorry. <laughs> um uh yeah, uh, I, well, what can you say? Absolutely Arsenal Arsenal esque, isn't it? It's our typical fluid play, uh team getting involved, but the second goal uh, I have to give as as good as the execution was from Jesus, for me that is all Jacca. And I I'm, I can't believe I am so I'm always like going to be. For me, the whole pod's going to be about him. I cannot believe that I would have ever sat here thinking that I'm going to be praising Shaka to you know the Hilter because. But he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. I mean, you know, even from this defensive. Do you remember? I think was it near the end of the game where he, he, he literally ran all the way back and he stopped that ball uh, near you know going into the net uh, or or cutting, cutting the execution out. And that it just it just shows to me he's become almost like a box the box player. But you know, it's um, the execution, and what I liked about it um, was how he looks around both ways. So he's, he's on the on receiving the ball, checking where where if, if there's players coming onto him, there's sort man on him, and he knows that everything is clear. And then he looks up to see what how his movement, and that's the other thing. Talking about movement, our off the ball movement has just gone up exponentially exponentially so do you, know, do you know there was a long time I think even the Wenger era a point where we would you know create some really great sweeping attacking moves but there'll be no one, no one there to receive the ball that used to happen quite a lot and we say why aren't players Ramsey then came and changed it when he came on and he would like be running all over the place and trying to get ahead and you know get in front of the defenders and whatnot but we never had anyone there in the box and so now it seems like they instinctively know where they need to be. And I just love the way Shaka looked up. He looked behind him, then he looked forward. He saw where Jesus was gonna be, and that delivery was a peach. You can't it was perfect. If any of the top players in the world had done that, they'd be going, look at that. It was brilliant. And so all right, Jesus still had to execute it, and it was a great execution of Ada. But it was given on a plate to him because of the beauty of that pass, and ah, oh, it was just uh, 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 epitomizes everything about us at the moment this season. That 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 goal, it really did. And just before, I mean, if Jose wants to add something more to it, that's fine. But just before I stop, you know, you touched on a thing about how good we are. looking at set pieces in an attacking way. We're also looking good when we're defending set pieces and corners because of that physicality now, because of that height. Because of those big defenders, you know, we're not scared anymore, which I think you were right. You said last season, that opening game against Brentford, we look nervy. We look nervous. I just don't think we are anymore. And all the players are there for each other. They're backing each other up when we're defending, when we're attacking. If someone makes a mistake or loses the ball, there's another one of our guys there to help them out. They're playing for each other, and I think that's so important. With the thing, the thing you know, you mentioned about Ben White. Yes, he's been moved out of position, but I think he's almost like accepted it because he knows it's for the be- it's it's for the good of the team. It's for the good of where Arteta's vision is and where he's going with it. It's fantastic stuff. I'm so happy. Go on, James. You add to that game goal if you like.
2: Yeah, no, um, it was it was absolutely excellent. Um, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> He has got the spin on the ball already from Granite Shacker that makes that header go in. He just guides on the uh you know the swaz from uh, Granite Shaka's pass. And it's amazing the turnaround for Granite Shaka really this season. Um, you know, Jack, we speak a lot about what players has Mikel Oteta improved and people will go Saka Number one. Uh, and uh, but you know, Granite Shaka's got to be up there as well for me. Yeah. The tur- the turnaround in this guy, I mean, he's done an interview as well. And he said, you know, the second day that Mikhail Arteta was there, he told him, I want to go.
1: Yeah, amazing interview,
2: isn't it, really? Yeah. And, and Mikel said to him, OK, yeah, OK, um, you know, if I can't change, you might be. He went, Can you just, you know, it's still time until the windows open. Can you just give me what you normally give and everything and then we'll look at it. And then he said he went home and spoke to his wife and he said that Mikel's changed his mind unpack um, your bags yeah basically much. what he said didn't he no yeah. he did it was, it was part yeah. of it it said his bags were
1: packed I'm sure he was mm. maybe he wasn't exaggerating but he basically yeah. said bags are packed at the door because
2: he yeah. was leaving that we wanted to leave that window and there was an offering and stuff but yeah um, but I mean, on the on the on the day for the guy, he, he was my man of the match. Um, I know a lot of people said that Saka was in there. I think the club itself gave it to Vieira, and obviously, if you go on the Sofa Score, I think Prem and gave that, it to is... Jesus, didn't they? The, the the man of the match on the on the oh league. really? Oh, I don't maybe
1: know. not the club, but the, uh, yeah, the yeah yeah
2: because um, yeah yeah because Sofa Score, which I use a lot for the old stats and everything, they gave it to Saliba, which. You know, basically, we're just the nuts. Just give it to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you've got, when you've got every, you know, everyone's got a different opinion on it. That's when you know that you you've got a good team and you had a good game. But uh, you know, for me, eighty nine percent of his passing, three of them were key passes, and one led to an assist. Can't really moan about him. And I think he had one interception and uh, one one key tackle as well as they like to call it. Um, And you know, other than his silly booking. I thought he was superb. And you want to talk just quickly on Jesus. Um, he could have had a hat trick that game. He he had two chances in the second half as well, especially the the one again where Shaka made that late sort of pass to him as he was sort of falling over. And then he did that with his feet, you know, what he normally does. And he got in there and it was another good save. And then the 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 third one was the one where um I'm trying to think if it was Ben Mee or whatever. You thought, oh, he's got this. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Jesus just powers through him. And then he's on a one on one. And then, yeah, he produces another good say. That was when he was cutting in off the left. That's the one I think where you said Eddie should have been following that in. And I do right, Yes. Yeah, yeah, should, yeah. I remember that now. The, I'm yeah, trying to remember what you said,
1: but I remember saying yeah. that live.
2: I was like, he's followed yeah, that yeah, in. He's yeah, got gold there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, no. And the, the only worrying thing for me about Jesus at the moment is, is he's on four bookings. Yeah. And the way that he plays, booking as well. The way that the way that he plays, you know, he's going to get booked again. And he he probably, gets suspended, and won't he? Well, that's it. That's it. You can't go to him like. Am I not going to get you booked before the World Cup and the New Year starts with all start? the cards to come? Yeah. Well, the problem so is, if he gets booked in the next game, he misses Liverpool, doesn't he? So, that, well, that's the thing. I'm like in, either in the derby or the Liverpool game. He's potentially going to get wound up by something. I take and it in the yeah, Liverpool game because it started. means he
1: misses Leeds so yeah. I mean not I mean, you don't want him to miss any game but he's no. you know, do you know what I mean but so, can, I, can I just yeah.
0: ask sorry can I just go I'm I'm, I'm I'm probably wrong but if he gets booked before the Europa game will it not affect the Europa boys? it just affects the Premier League no, no, it's, it's, Prem. yeah, it's, yeah, it's only domestic it affects
1: Carling Cup so in an ideal world you are getting booked before the Carling Cup game I presume, <laughs> because it, it does affect the Carling Cup game doesn't it yeah. so I don't know when that is or November 4th yeah. uh, I think yeah, I so I mean that's point. that's a long way away. Where I mean, he's um, going,
2: you'd wonder. I've but, you know. got no real reservations with Eddie at the moment. He's not doing anything that's making me go, oh, you know, for God's sake. But he's he's nowhere near the level that. No,
1: and the the problem there, James, is, is, is as good as Eddie looks, and he does. I mean, I'm I'm. Definitely, if I'm saying it, you know, because I've I've definitely been harsh on Eddie in the past. But you don't want him ideally coming into to one of the big ones. Do you know what I mean? You want no. him to, do you, do you yeah. know what I
2: mean? So you just yeah, and but we can't the, worry the, about it at the moment. Can there's we, so. the way as well that in the Brentford game, especially I saw it more the first half than I did the second. But there were just times where Jesus was just like, you know, going to Gabriel Martinelli. He's like tuck in there a bit, mate. I'm going to go for. I'm going to sit in this left channel and try and drift it. And um, I don't even think that was coached. I think that's just them two. Yeah. On Elite the fly. Like, it. You go you go centrally, Gabriel, and I'll tuck in here a bit. And, yeah, it it's just
0: class. Oh, really that's a class. good point, James. That's a great point because we've been very critical of the past that all the players keep looking at Arteta on the lines thinking, oh, are we doing this right? Are we doing – they don't seem to be doing this that, as much of that anymore. Um, no. and, and and it's like it's yeah Arteta he, is always going to be animated and and fair play to him that's his style and that's yeah. the way he coaches but I don't see them like almost tentatively keep looking over and they're just playing no. their game now and I think he's yeah. got full confidence in all the players yeah. which is another positive I mean there's well, so I mean, many I mean,
2: Jesus got nominated. I know we hate it, but he did. He did get nominated for the leadership group. So you know, if Shaka yeah. if Shaka's not the vice, then it's ja- Jesus, which is the vice. And, I'm, and I mean, he's only twenty five years old, but it's because yeah. it, this guy's a champion. Yeah, you know, he's, his, lead,
0: like, he's leading by example. I mean, yeah. look at him. I mean, yeah. you mentioned that what that that a third chance or that the right at the end, the way he mm. powered through. It wasn't just one defender; he powered through two defenders. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 we thought oh he's lost that there's no way he's getting that and he just mm. got it back and he still created a chance um, I'm trying and,
2: I'm and- trying to think Neil of other strikers that I've seen especially in terms of Arsenal that aren't the biggest you know stature wise but they're so that strong and the mm. only one I can really think of is, is when Sanchez played down the middle yeah, yeah. At um, Arsenal, yeah. I think yeah.
1: Luis Suarez at Liverpool. Yes. There was yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know. Um but but yeah, I know what you mean. He's um He's just so, a nightmare, isn't he? So he's a nightmare for defenders. He's so he's strong. strong. Back to go, on the run, on the shoulder. Um, mm. and like you said, he's leading us. And I think he's exactly what we needed because he's 25, but he's vastly experienced at this level. I mean, for a 25-year-old. And that's what we're that's basically o isn't it? It's it's buy young players, but if we can buy young players with top level experience. And that's basically what we've done in, in Jesus and um Zinchenko, I think. Um which is what made a huge difference to the first. Is he
2: already beat Lacassette's tally already from last year or something? He might have done. Yeah, he's the, he's, he's also
1: got three assists as well as the four goals. Yeah. Jack has got three yeah, assists. I mean, I as don't, as I don't, don't want to
2: dig Lacassette out, but at the same time, you, it just shows that these lads needed movement. They needed, you know, and, um, yeah, Neil, Neil's always said it. Pace, pace, pace. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, exactly. Get and it he's,
1: it, what's great about him is, is Jesus. He's so adaptable in terms of making us a much more fluid front three. He's not rigid, you know. And uh, when I watch City, it is quite interesting because obviously you sign Haaland and 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 you know things look easy because you can you cannot be perfect with your passing, but create one chance for him and it, and and it's a goal and he's he's just elite I mean you, it, it's unbelievable but unless you're signing that big statured player that isn't involved very much um that is elite you've got a real problem if he's not elite Darwin Nunes t- at the moment being a prime example of that right or you know you could look elsewhere but Liverpool were used to playing like a Firmino now prime Firmino was very much like Jesus in the sense of always involved dropping deep going on right but when you watch Darwin Nunes, unless he's banging them in every week, which he isn't, in terms of his technical ability, it's way off what they're used to from a central position. Way off it. And I I personally think, even when I watch Haaland, his build-up play is probably a little bit undervalued, but it's not great. It's nowhere near the level of Jay Zeus's, but what Haaland has is he's an elite absolutely elite robotic finisher which is just mental but um, but, but but for us unless you can find and there's not many of them right you've got Lewandowski Harland Benzema right there's just not many of them so unless you can find the ones in the top echelon what you want is a player that is Jesus is right there then because he's giving you everything that you want in terms of the fluidity of your football and interchange of position and and he's helping those wingers so much you know they must absolutely love playing with him
2: I think Um, I know it's sad for him but I'm sort of glad that he didn't get picked you know yeah like, well I think I'm Edu's like, no. had a little word there because all three totally yeah.
0: agree games <laughs> totally agree with you know
2: yeah. I'm like I'm like no you have a you know Richarlison you, you you yeah. go out there and play mate because um, you know we've got we'll you keep next. our Brazilian well yeah, hopefully yeah, Edu we'll, being we'll in us. there yeah
1: I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at going, Edu's uh, got an in
2: there. No, said, I'll, have him, I'll, have him fr- I'll have him fresh and fit for that derby, please. Thank you. 100%. 100%. <laughs> well,
1: now we've got the Brazilian trio. We've got Ben White because Southgate's a mentalist, um, you know, back home. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how, but I think Thomas Party and Odegaard, even Odegaard, has gone, I think. Somehow, on international duty, which is mental, or he's gone to be assessed. I saw something about him even being. I
2: think part part he played already, didn't he? Because he, he he posted some pictures with his kit on. I think they had the game. Jesus yesterday
1: Christ! Did no way! That's a bigger two turn around? No, because we. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be terrible. But but they apparently were in contact. I'm worried, obviously, about that. But again, you touch on Jacker. Um, you know, I'll we'll go to James a little bit, but he, he's so much better when Thomas Party's next to him. We all are. I mean, that I think just defensively, we're so much better when Thomas Party's there. But for a large parts of these games, because it wasn't one of those games that it wasn't like there was a vast amount of chances in this game. It wasn't like we were pummeling their goal as such. But I was just watching Party and, and his maintenance of his position in order to just sort of stick around that centre circle and and just. Basically regurgitate the ball and, and just just win it back so. I don't think he got out for of gear, James, to be honest. I mean, he just looks like glides. He just glides, wins the ball back, gives it off, pops it off, wins the ball back, gives it off. And in this game, more than even any maybe this season, I was just watching him and I was like, yeah, you're another level, to be honest. You are just mm-hmm. another level in terms of that position. And It's so hard to repeat. And I think Lokonga has done tremendously well at trying to do that. I know he had his issues at Man U, but I still think he did way better than what we expected him to do when we came when he came in. When him and Elneny were out, we were like, mm-hmm. Oh, great! we we're gonna have to play the Congo then. We were we were all worried a little bit. But um mate, it, I mean Party was I thought he was also brilliant in this game and
2: doesn't yeah. get much credit because it, it was a quiet performance in that sense, but he was so no. so good. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he just he just does he does the stuff that's underappreciated and um you know we, we've always said it that we we've had players play that position. But sadly, I know it's a very, very basic thing. None of them can turn very well this guy can receive the ball from any of that back four and then he can turn and progress the play. When you've got Xhaka, he can turn left, he can't turn right. Lakonga, he's the same. He can turn right, but he can't turn left. <laughs> so you've got this guy that can go, I can go that way, I can go this way and then I just play the ball to who I need to play it to and like you said, regurgitating the ball. Just he's he's, he's on one, you know, he's, he's just everywhere. He, he's like, I'll go here, give me that, Give it away. Keep going. Keep playing. And that's that's what you need. I mean, um, Rod the best in the league at it. For me, I did the guys. That's the the top of the top. But Thomas Party, if he carries on in this level, he's right there. He's right there next to him. Um, really, really impressed. Really, really good play
1: problem there is um, we've just got to keep him fit and you know, he's got to keep himself fit both you know I mean you think i read somewhere he's played 58% of the games at Arsenal so you can't say he's at Rodri's
2: level no.
1: if he's not playing <laughs> you know yeah. he's got to play yeah. I,
2: I think is it um, he's never played is it 10 in a row yeah it's worrying it's, wor- because it's yeah. worrying
1: because it's repeat injury James when you see repeat injuries the similar areas you get worried about it's what we saw with yeah. Aaron Ramsey over the years so yeah worrying we've got to make, manage him better um, we've got to trust in Lukonga for certain games, I think, whether we you know, want to or not, especially in this month of October. I cannot have parties starting in all of those games, just can't. But obviously no. for the big ones, what's good about this is, you know, he's had a few weeks out, but he just rolls back in. And mm-hmm. what the design there is, he, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need that warm-up game or that refresher game. So you can take him out when needed, you know, for those midweek Europa League games, we shouldn't be, he shouldn't be even in a squad. And I, I would argue as well for, for, for games at home against perhaps the bottom half, we should consider what we're doing there with him, whether we're taking him off early, like we did in this game. We took him off after 60 minutes, I think, didn't we? But obviously yes. we were three him up, but we should, we have to manage him, him and, and Kieran and Tini to a certain degree, because it looks like at left back. We've got an issue where we're both players struggling to stay fit. Um, we, we need to, we need to manage it because we don't have, well, we certainly don't have any for the rest of the year, um, probably, um, until January. So, you know, we, we've got to be clever with it because we we obviously did, we we're obviously a little bit short there. We didn't sign the central midfielder that we wanted. Um, a couple of things that really made me laugh in the game was Ben Ben Mees just a laughable defender anyway, but um, he he made a crunching tackle on Fabio Vieira early on, sort of to say, a welcome to the Premier League, son," kind of thing. Like I'm going to put it on you, uh, but Fabio Vieira soon shut him up with a 30 yard ping whippy delicious into the top right. So I thought that was beautiful. But Neil third goal. Let's talk about Fabio Vieira. Um, what was your thought? It's you know really interesting. I was thinking when I was watching the game. I was kind of—is um, he involved enough? Is he—is he going to be strong enough for the league? Obviously, beautiful on the ball. I wonder if Smith Rowe was fit, whether Vieira starts or not. And I think he probably would have anyway. And I wonder what your thoughts are on on Vieira—not just the goal, but on what type of player. You think he is, like, in terms of the mix between him to... Because I think he's a little bit closer to Odegaard than Smith-Rowe is. That's kind of where I'm going with it. But
0: what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think he's a tremendous player. I think he's a great signing. My only worry was his physicality. I thought, oh, my God, he's going to get destroyed in the Prem. And, wow, in a way, I'm thankful, in a way, to Mr. Mead because he's done that. And we're thinking, oh shit, yes, he's done for the season. And he came Steps back, back up, yeah. he just, he just got back up and got on with it. And I thought, God, what's his, uh, what is his matchstick feet, uh, legs and arms made of? Because maybe titanium, because it didn't seem to affect him at all, but he's obviously a strong player. You don't, maybe you don't necessarily have to have the beef on you to be strong. And um, he's proven it. And, I think he's he's great. I think I think you're right. I, I mean, I I don't want to do Emma Smith Rowe a disservice. I, I no way I want to do that because I think no no no. I'm not saying you are Jack, but I think you're right. I think in this in this situation, because say he was fit for this game, and there was a choice to be made. I think that Arteta would have gone Vieira because he, he he played well in Europa. Um, he had a good cameo in part of a loss. He had a good cameo against Manu. And I'm yeah. just thinking, you've got to give him a go. Um, and of, of course, what we're not privy to is what we see in tra- what they do in training. And obviously, he's impressing. Um, and he did impress. I think he's got um, he's, he's got that creativity. God, we've got creativity. All over, we, we were worrying about where was our creativity coming from? Now we've got probably too much of it. There's abundance of it all over the bloody shop. A year ago, know, it was it, Joe Willock, mate. Yeah. <laughs> God, don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. What can I say? Look how far <laughs> we've come. Let's
2: be on. No offence, Joe. It's very
0: Laffer. true. It's very true. I mean, if you think about it, this is now becoming Arteta's team, isn't it? And um, and that's that's the big thing. I think he he came into the job. It wasn't his team. It wasn't his players. But now he's made it, and, and I'm so glad that Xhaka is part of that because is still a Wenger signing. And yes, Wenger knew, didn't he? Wenger knew all those years ago, but. People now giving him
1: sticks seen. and he didn't know. He should have played him in. Yeah, and I'm like, well, he didn't yeah. sign him. You know, he's giving yeah. some
0: credit, but yeah, no, I don't. Know what you mean you know what I mean? Yeah, I uh, I mean. Vera, no. Vieira, no. Or I, th- I, th- I think he's gonna add, give us so much more. We were worrying, and I know, I know the position he played him is probably an excellent place for him to sit, but I, th- I'm, I believe that he can play on the right as well. So we have got that little bit of mitigation of. Saka being overplayed and who do we have, have? Because we didn't sign anyone in that position. I'm sure Vera yeah. was slotting nicely there. So that's that's an added bonus. But the goal, I mean, and and look, you guys, everyone's mentioning, oh, Saka's not playing his best. Well, who assisted that goal? It was Saka. And who started it? Saliba. I mean, what what can you say? But what a goal. I mean, he knew what he wanted to do because he looked. He looked. Look, okay, I, if I, if I'm going to be um, uh, play a little bit of devil's advocate, I have to say Brentford were sitting back and they were allowing us the opportunities to, to press, the opportunities to have the time. They were maybe and maybe another team might not give us that, but that's not taking anything away from us because we we were brilliant. We were brilliant. You know, I hate I hate it when people say, "Oh yeah, but they didn't play that well, which allowed Arsenal to do this." But no, hang on, I see it the other way around. I see it. We played so well. We didn't allow the opposition to do what they needed to do. And he, he had that. He, 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 he collected the ball from Saka and he just knew what he wanted to do. And it was a fantastic goal on yeah. debut. Yeah,
2: you, you. you make a great point because after the game, Thomas Frank, who I actually quite like, he done his yeah, interview. Do he did his interview and uh, even some of the Brentford players, I mean... Um, Ivan Tony said, okay, I think it was a bit cringe that I saw tweets again after the game. But he went there a completely different side. (laughs) He went there a completely different side to what we played the year before. And Thomas Frank said it. And Thomas Frank said, if you don't think they're a title contender, then there's something wrong with you. Because he's like, look at look at them. He's like, look at he's like he was going on about Saliba, he was going on about Jesus, he was going on about how Jack has changed and Saka, Martinelli. You even said Vieira. This Vieira lads come in and scored a goal like that against it's very complimentary. He, yeah,
0: yeah. Man. James, James, listen. If every, if pretty much every match so far, all of us are having this debate about who should be man of the match. That yeah. that tells. That I says know, it all. I know. That says it yeah. all.
2: Yeah, and I mean the goal was so good he didn't know he scored it at first. Yeah. He had to be told. He had to be told. That's got in, mate. He's like, oh yes.
0: <laughs> and I love the way he patted the badge straight yes. away, just running right to yeah. the badge. And yeah. do you know what was? Um, I, I kind
1: of thought about some of the comments Edu made about Fabio Vieira because obviously he had the injury in pre-season. We haven't slept on him, but he's he's delayed him, hasn't it? Because of the, but he's got to remember he's a 30 million signing, so we signed yeah, him for a reason here. Exactly, yeah, I was just about to say, what was he, 30, 30 or nil, so. Yeah, so you don't sign up for a 30 million player, not at Arsenal, unless you've got a significant reason to bring him into the first team set up pretty yeah. soon, you know? Obviously, there's yeah. the Saliba exception, but I think under this, management editor and Mark, Michael, I say you're not doing that you know um but they, they i remember them mentioning that they they actually spoke a lot about his body weight and they wanted to keep the weight off him they said oh, we don't want to gain weight in him at the interesting. moment interesting um, because they want, they don't want to affect you know his technical attributes yet. So they, they don't want to move him on that yet. They want him to focus on his football and integrate him with a team and not worry about sticking him in the gym for too long. And when you think about it, a lot of those sort of technically gifted players at City, like Bernardo Silva and David Silva and maris they're very slight. And if you look at his lower body, it's not slight at all. His lower body is actually pretty stacked, to be honest. Mm. He's quite strong. His upper body very, very slight. Gives this deceptive look. He's certainly not a hectare let rap wrap Bellerin or anything. I mean, he's, it's a little bit different. He's just his upper body is,
2: you know. But um, but we. I mean, it, you spoke about... He reminds, he reminds me a lot of Bernardo Silva. And yes. I've I only seen him in three games.
0: Yeah. And uh, do you know he, what...
2: He's got, he's got that Bernardo Silva vibe to him to me. Yeah, very good on the ball, that
1: left-footed yeah. cutting inside. But what's oh, interesting, exactly. as much as I liken him to Odegaard, there is no way that Odegaard takes that shot. No No way. That's very true. Yeah, that is very true. And that's when I thought, okay, he's actually got a bit more attributes of like a young Ozil. Not that he would have taken that shot either, but he he seems, if I was to pinpoint something that he's different than, than anyone we've got, I'd say his attention to detail on his final ball is really good. Like you know, the goal against Zurich, for example. Like, it tended to give that Eddie that ball. Or, remember that pass at United where it should have got to Martin early, but it didn't. Like, that, that focus on that final ball and playing it quite early, I've noticed as well. He we played a couple to Saka in this game. Just playing it quite early, a little bit earlier than Odegaard would. But, obviously Odegaard's involvement in the overall play and his you know his ability to track and his energy is just unbelievable so they've obviously got different attributes but um, like you said with Smith Rowe I, I agree with you Neil on Smith Rowe I just feel he's sort of like um, he's like more of a, a player that works off the ball he's a runner with the ball he's an off the ball player he's a final third entry player, you know, mimicking a little bit, not quite the same, but like Ramsey did from central midfield. Like he's that guy that sort of, you know, makes those runs into the box. So he's a very, he's not really a number 10, is he, Smith Rowe? Let's be honest. I mean, he's got the number 10 shirt, but he's not actually that position. I just wonder if we're getting to a point where only if everyone's fit, only certain players will cover certain positions. So maybe Smith Rowe's role is just to cover Martinelli position when he you know maybe or maybe the Jacker position I don't know something like that but I wonder if we, if we get into that point where the squad step is there a little but, bit better
0: I agree with you as well but I think that the, the, the good thing about this and the luxury we now have is he can he can still play those other positions and he can he does them fairly well so there's options if yeah, it's if disaster, yeah. we have the options and that's where we've got the depth now and I, I, I can't see him not featuring once he's fit because we've got so many games He's oh, going no! To, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He'll definitely get minutes, so I'm not concerned at all. And and I, th- I I like him a lot, Jack. I like him a lot. There was one point in one of the pods, maybe last, it se- must have been last season, who was we saying that if he has a good run and he stays fully fit, because he was coming in a lot as a substitute last season. Remember, and he was doing well. He was scoring goals. Yeah. Um, and we thought that at some point he might even eclipse Saka's ability. You know, it's been mentioned that he has got a good, he's got a lot of raw talent and, um, and he's a difficult player to contend with from a defensive point of view. He is. And uh, it's just all, it's all, it's all very good because we've got this, almost this attacking ethos now within the club, which we never had it before. We, we didn't know where goals were coming. I mean, look how few goals we scored in the last two seasons. And now it's like, Christ. Yeah. So, I mean from everywhere. So I'm not worried at all, mate, about him. Not
1: at all. The one worry we might have though, James, um, at the moment is despite the lack of games in the last few weeks, we are picking up a lot of injuries on the training ground. Um yeah. now I don't we don't know. We maybe, maybe, this is us being more cautious than we were a year ago when we were probably maybe we would have played Odegaard and Zinchenko a year ago if we didn't have a player in that position. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, because when I, certainly when I saw Odegaard go on international duty and stuff like that, maybe we play Odegaard last year. And what happens, it culminates in that point of losing three or four against Tottenham away and having to play Cedric at right back and all that kind of stuff. Um, So maybe the depth thing is maybe one of the things we've talked about is if someone is not, you know, close to hundred percent, maybe we're not chucking them in when we don't have to, if there's the coverage there. I don't know but again it is a little concerning James obviously this game we had coverage but when it's you know a party or a sacker in positions maybe we don't have coverage as clearly um, we'll be a bit worried because we are you know there is certain positions that we clearly don't have that coverage that maybe we would like
2: isn't there oh 100% mate 100% Um, you just just gotta roll with it sadly and uh see what happens. I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about the depth, but in these areas, like you said there, with Vieira coming in, he looks like he can handle that, you know, that role there. Tierney is getting, you know, I think we all mentioned it. He's not a bad, you know, you don't become a terrible player overnight. And the more and more that he plays, the better he will be. And in that Europa game, I think he was playing a bit more like Housenchenko has been playing. So he's going to have to grow grow into that role, and um, I didn't think he put a foot wrong against Brentford the other day. I think he done what he needed to do. You know, he wasn't doing the usual "I'm going to run out here and cross at nauseam" yeah. game that we used to do. He just looked very like, like we've said the whole way through, very controlled. Yeah, and um, that's what we need to. You know, that's what we need it, it, again. Like we keep saying about 2003, 2004. If one of them went down, you knew you had someone else that would come in, and the drop off wasn't incredibly. You know, the only place that you think, oh God, if something happens and the drop off is bad, is part of your sacker really? Yeah. Which, looking at the whole of the team, <laughs> when you've got nine other positions, oh well, okay, you can say Ramsdale as well actually, yeah. if you if you want to be. Yeah. So, you know, there's what there's three positions there. So. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. You never know. You never know. The more and more these guys play, the better they might become. You know, I've, I think, I think Marquinhos is one to watch. Uh, still, I know he's, I know it's only been brief, but I like what I've seen. Um, I mean, i a clinical it, player, maybe. Well, that's it. We mentioned that together. We said, as if he can be as clinical as what Pepe used to be, but he also does his defensive work and isn't so languid. <laughs> then we've got a player there. Yeah, you know? I'll take so, a full of praise for him. Yeah. Exactly. We'll wait and see. I mean, uh, we were so controlled of it. We haven't brought it up yet. We were so controlled at the weekend. We could could bring a 15-year-old on.
1: Should we t- talk on that <laughs> before we end on the, on the, on I the game? I think you need
2: to. It's history. Yeah, it is, But is. We'll let's, let's talk about history this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny on my TV. They called Fabio Vieira Fer- Ferreira Fie- Vieira, and that's not his name, unless he's got a middle name, but that was interesting. I just saw it come up. Um, But there, a 15-year-old comes on... Um, if, historic because it's the youngest player to to play in the Premier League. We're the youngest team in the Premier League, the youngest player to come on in the Premier League. Um, Arteta's comments were interesting on him. He kind of said, you know, he he didn't know too much about the player until in recent weeks. Perma Osaka talked to him about him and he felt he, he had this gut feeling that he should do it. But We've we've obviously older players in the squad that were youngsters too that hadn't played in the first team, Lino Souza was on, on the bench. I think Matt Smith was probably on the bench as well. Um, I just want to know, what do you think his thought process is? Um, I thought, you know, he must be unbelievable for a 15-year-old player. And I honestly hadn't heard of him until I saw him. I'd heard his name, but I hadn't heard of him much, watched him at all, until I saw him on the bench and then started looking him up. But... Um, What's your thought process here, Neil, in terms of why we did it, what it means? Is there a bigger meaning to it?
0: I hadn't heard of him at all. I even went on the website. I couldn't didn't find him because he's under 16, so he can't even be listed in the academy ranks. It's that ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently, he wasn't even allowed to change with the first team because he's a minor. I mean, that is insane. No. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I guess that's fair enough, yeah. Because he's a minor. Jack, okay. he's under sixteen years old, so yeah. he, he wasn't allowed to change with the the first team. And then he's walks in on after doing his home his maths homework, and he's walking onto the pitch for the senior Arsenal team. I'm not, I'm not worried at all. I, 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 yes, I feel. You know what the incredible thing is? He came on for Vieira, and Vieira's seven years older than him, right? And you'd think that's a massive gap, and actually, Vieira's twenty two. That's the, the, just just get your head around this. He was born in two thousand and seven. I mean, holy! I mean, oh my god! I feel like a relic. He was born in two thousand and seven. This lad, and I, and they must be. They must have. He must have impressed so much, because you're not going to get in that team. Just, I don't think they're just in it to saying, "Oh look, we're three 0 up. There's only two minutes left. Let's make history." I don't think Arteta works that way. I just don't. I don't think it was. Let's just create a bit of history. I think it's a statement of intent. Number one, he's showing all the other kids that you have a chance if you come to this academy. If you come here, you're going to get a chance. I think that's number one. But number two, I think the, the mathematics is simple. It's because he's probably very damn good. Um, and yeah, you can't, you can't, I'm not going to expect to see him a lot of him because our test has already come up and said, look, we will do this one step forwards and three step backwards. So we're not, I'm not expecting to now featuring games where we're short in that area. I don't think that will happen. But I think it's a great statement of intent for the whole of the academy, for everyone who plays at Arsenal to say, look, you will have a chance. You will get a chance. It can happen. We've de- he's demonstrated it with some of the other youngsters and it will happen. The only thing is, um, if there is a slight concern, yeah, the other slightly older kids... Might feel, well, hang on a minute. He's overlooked us, and you might have a little bit of concern uh, as to their mentality. And they you know, they'll be happy for him, surely. If it's a, if it's a close-knit group, which I'm hoping it is, and that's the, what they create, the culture they're creating there. And I think Per Murtaç is doing a tremendous job, by the way. So I think he's going to be very much running it the same way Arteta is, and building this this kind of uh, uh, friendship between the players and, you know, we're all working as a team, we're all working together and everyone's got their best interests. Oh, that's why I think, again, touching on the Ben White, I don't think he's probably going to be too upset that he's been moved from his position. So I don't think it's so much of that, but there will be a slight concern. You know, if, if say, uh, someone, someone there at 17 or 18 was in that, squad, in that squad, they're thinking, well, how come I haven't got a chance because I'm doing really well as well? But I think I think there may be time for those players. You know, I, I, can, I fully expect to see some of those players maybe feature in the, you know, Caribou, Caribou Cup, especially if you progress in that club. So it's not the build and end all doom for them. I think it was a great, great ploy. I, I, I agreed with it. I loved it. And you know what? I saw him at the touchline. I thought, he don't look 15. He's a beast. Look at him. He looked, and, he looked, and you know he didn't even look upstaged he didn't even look frightened i loved it he just he just he, he walked on there as if he had been playing for years yeah. honestly from his facial expression i thought oh my god he's gonna be some player so oh i was so happy for him yeah. Brilliant.
1: is there any concerns i agree with that um is there any concerns james that hasn't signed his contract yet is this a a a a uh, method of convincing a player to sign yeah, a contract possibly uh, with, yeah. you know, what happened with Mario Hutchinson and things like that. Or is there any concerns? Neil meant it a little bit about, you know, sort of the hierarchy of youngsters mm-hmm. in order to work their way up. And he's not played. I don't think he's featured for, you know, under 23s or maybe even maybe the under 18s, but under 23s or anything like that. yet. Yeah. So um, any concerns there?
2: No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's all into it. You know, you got you got to remember. Um, just as much as people are praising this Amazon documentary, there's also the Academy one that's out at the moment, which is brilliant. By yeah. the way, is, is he in it? It's excellent. It's excellent. Uh, so, um, I can't. Uh, to be fair, they focus on certain players, and he's not one of the main ones they focus on. However, since obviously what's been going on, there's been articles galore about the boy. Yeah, and they've said that he is the one. They Murta Saka, have all said this is you know, and they reckon that you know, Fabregas, Wilshere. Yeah. I saw that. And, yeah, they're like this is it's funny, isn't it? It's amazing how
1: youngsters sometimes just crop up from our mm. academy. Like Saka was a bit like that. Well, else? So, yeah, carry on, carry on.
2: Yeah. Well, you mentioned it before. Um, you. Yeah, this was many, many pods ago, wasn't it? Where you said that out of the class of ninety two. And I remember, yeah, you were right. Nicky Butt was the one that Ferguson would hamper at And it was Gixie that was the player in the yeah. end. You our, know. Our Nelson was the one out of this group. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. It was yeah. Reese Nelson galore. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, no, you'll you, you push back down. Yeah.
1: There's there's an interview with Arteta saying he did a bit of what Jack did. You know, Jack has been talking about coaching the mm. under-16s. When Arteta yeah. was at Arsenal, he did a bit of that. Yes, and it, that's where he, he believed Nelson's going to be the player mm. Nelson is the one out of this group they were all there Smith-Rowe, Saka all there yeah. and yeah. Um, it was quite incredible yeah. sorry carry on mm.
2: no, no no I do believe a lot of this is, is, uh, they know that he's that good that they're like bloody hell yeah, we better sign you know if we show him a path in maybe yeah. he will sign the contract which um, you know that's that that happens with all sorts of different players mate that don't just happen with kids but yeah I thought just what what a lovely moment you know I, I was thinking to myself you know it was it was my 31st birthday and I was thinking what was I doing 16 years ago when I was 15 and I'm like wasn't that? <laughs> I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: I I agree with you both on the point of um we we are saying this is this is the place for young players to be both <laughs> both homegrown and international. A bit like I mean I don't know if they're doing it so much, but Dortmund were that, weren't they? And, uh, you know, they? They were that for a long time. Um and maybe maybe still are to a degree. Like if you want to play first team football quickly and you're a top level young player, where do you go? You're not going anywhere but Arsenal in this league. I mean Amari Hutchinson, he's never featuring for the Chelsea first team. He's just not doing it. Certainly not in the in the near future. No way, no way quicker than what he would have done for Arsenal. Um so, you know, you're not going to that club. Yeah, not, to I mean, we're not
2: we're not loaning like forty-two of them out to clubs that are also on the payroll. You know, okay, that might not happen at Chelsea anymore because that regime is long gone. However, you know, most of the loans that we do make, I think, are of the view of potentially that they're going to progress into our team. If you look at Patino at the moment, scoring again for Blackpool at the weekend. So yeah, it's another all, one it's, to watch, it? Yeah, it's all about how are they going to integrate when they come back with us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I or, think so. or they're loans that are used to potentially help get an increased value for them. I mean, if you currently look at Balogun, he's absolutely steamrolling the French league. And that is good for a reason from the point of view of if he comes back to us, brilliant. However, if we can't find a way for him in, he's been over there in France and he's at what a mid, middle mid row. I think they're about mid table type clubs below. I think, yeah, yeah. However, one of the silly ones will end up buying him potentially. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you've yeah exactly. Remember, you've got to remember PSG used to have Chupo Moting for a while, they had Arcardi for a while,
1: yeah, and that's so a, that's been, a proof of good academy too. You know, the, the Awobis and Willocks are proof of a good academy yes. as well, yeah. you know, when you when you let let them go um, for, for, yeah. a, for a good fee. I think both of those fees are looking very good, you know, despite Awobi doing well ever and you're still looking fantastic at
2: 35 million coming oh, in from yeah. you. Know? Awobi's looking really good at him, mate. But yeah, yeah. Well, he was very, always a good footballer.
1: I was always very very. To lose
2: him. I'm very, very impressed with him, especially yeah. in this new role. Really, yeah. really impressed. Yeah, I have to watch him a bit more. But um, <laughs> overall, Brilliant performance,
1: um, but I think our best performance of the season against a team that was probably one of the trickiest that we've played. I would say certainly at home, um, we saw how they, you know, um, beat United four 0 They've given lots of top teams problem there um, at home, and they, and they, and you know their top players like Ivan Tony, they just weren't in the game. They they barely touched the ball, barely in significant areas. There was one point where Tony was kind of ahead of Sleeper, and Sleeper just glides, uh, tr- trots back to him like this galloping. Flipping horse, and I'm just like it's just unbelievable. Colo like Torre, Sol Campbell years all over again, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. But with more, I oh, yeah, I don't want to say more of anything, but that's so it's so assured on the ball, sleeper as well. Like so confident for his age. They're, I mean, when we were talking about Sol Campbell and Colo Torre, they were 24, 25, 26, 28 ish. You know, these are you know 21, 21, 22 year olds. So it's just it's almost um, you know quite. Um, just, just exciting to think what we could have you know if he signs that thing but um, quick touching on the North London Derby and getting predictions as well um, obviously don't, can't really talk about um, who's going to play because we internationals just all over the place great to know that maybe five or six of our starters are still going to be staying put for the next um, two weeks, which I, I don't know. I don't look at Tottenham's team, obviously, but I don't, um, I don't know if they have that many staying put. But that Brazilian trio plus the Ben Whites and the um, the Odegaard, if he does stay, but it sounds like he's gone. Um, can't believe Tierney's gone, which is crazy. But um, Zinchenko probably stayed behind. I think he did stay behind um, Zinchenko. So there's a few there. Um, but Neil, they are going to play, you know, Conte style has been for, for, for every club to, to, to play on the counter and he's got the perfect team to do that because he's got, you know, elite forwards in fairness. Um, but they, they're they going to try and feed off our mistakes. Um, I'm sure of it. And I, I in terms of how this game will go, in terms of, you know, who, who dominates the ball, I, I, I'm kind of feeling that we, we will, but we can't be as vulnerable or um, and switch off like we did against United because otherwise they, they will punish us. You know, they are really clinical. I mean, I even watched them against Leicester. Leicester are a terrible side. They're all over the place. But if you watch that game for large periods, you'd wonder who was the team that won the game 6 two. You really would. I mean, you, you genuinely would. I mean, Leicester would carve them open at will, but then they just forget about their defensive part of the game. And we can't afford to do that. And I don't think we will do that if we have, you know, if, we, if our minds are on it and we have the right players out there. But um, but it's a huge game now,
0: isn't it? Huge. I mean, um, Conte will obviously look at the how how Man United beat us. That's the only game we've lost, and he'll will deploy the same tactics as they do anyway. So that's what we've got to we've got to kind of uh, stop. We've got to stop those counters. So Arteta's really got to do his homework on there. He's really got to focus on that because I think to me for me that's really the only vulnerability in us at the moment. It's just that. Um, so if we can, we can we can iron that out. You know, then we're going to be even tougher to beat. Um, I think you're right. I think we're going to have most of the possession, hopefully anyway, touch wood. Um, the way we're playing, I don't see why not. Um, if you're telling me that I didn't watch the Tottenham-Leicester game, if you're telling me that even Leicester were carving them apart, then we'll definitely do that. Uh, the difference is um, I think we'll probably convert more of the chances. I know Leicester scored too, but I'm hoping that we will we will create more and we'll maybe convert more, hopefully um it's just got it's just got to be that mentality at the back we've got to be switched on completely and hopefully Arteta doesn't make that mistake if we, so if we do go behind even if we're controlling the game he doesn't make three substitutions at one go If us he doesn't do that um and I think he would have learned his from his, his mistake I'm sure um and I I'm, I I'm I'm fully confident I think I'm glad it's at home the first game against them uh and not at their ground I'm really pleased for that I I I so want the 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 lads to create this and the fans which they have been bless them to create this uh, uh, f- feeling of being for other teams coming there and it being a fortress and I, I really do hope that we literally don't lose any games at the Emirates this season that would be massive for us so although it's going to be tough any North London derby is in any circumstance even when we're within the invincibles North London derbies are tough they're always going to be no matter what the previous matches have been and what the form is like on both both teams it's going to be a tough game but i i think we will have just a little bit too much for them the only player i always worry about not so much kane it's always son i always worry about son and if we can stop him because you know it he came perform, on as a sub yeah he's, he's 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 in it he's he's in the mix and um you know he comes on a substitute scores three goals so you know we, we yeah. it's him for me he's the player we've got to stop if we can, if we can somehow um, just stifle him, we can be sensible at the back. I think we will, we will win this game. It's going to be tight, tight though, and, I, and as it always is. So, uh, if you want my prediction, I'm going to go for a two-one, and I will say um, first scorer. I'm going to say Martinelli. I just wanted to score a goal.
1: Yep, yep, like that, like that, James. Anything to add?
2: Yeah no, uh, Niels took my prediction, so I'm gonna have to change it. Uh, I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna go for three one now. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I wanted two one, but I'll take the three one. And um, I think we just got to do like uh, what Sporting did to them—just hammer them down the sides. Just hammer them down the sides. Their fullbacks are terrible. Um, yeah, I agree with that, especially on the right side. Uh, yeah, I do agree just, with that. I think Emerson Royale defensively is shocking. Just go, just go at them. Just, just, just have a go, and uh, I'm going to go three-one, like I said, and I'm going to switch from what Neil said. I'm going to go with Saka because uh, he scored against Man United. So you know, he, we talked about how he's, he's the young, he's one of the younger ones, but he's our big game player now. Uh, so yeah, yeah I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Bukayo Saka three-one. Let's do it. Oh, Saka three-one. Yeah, massive game. Same as last season, wasn't it? Was it
1: three-one at home? um it was yeah, yeah yeah we were 3-0 up and then we got a little edgy yeah. towards the end it was, was interesting it right though because last season this is how different the game in my head would go was um the, the last season we were three him up at half time almost all of our goals were actually on the counter yeah if you remember it um they yeah it wasn't it was- like we were we were so I so expect this game to be a lot different. And look, we you know, they obviously they smashed us 3-0 um late last season. But we had Holden and Cedric up against Sun. This time we're gonna have White and Saliba. So they well, if they're fit, of course, you know, obviously I know Saliba's been carrying something a little bit, but um but that's that's, that, that's 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 there's your difference there. And obviously they've got players that have come into their team and improved them as well. But um but there's a big change there for for, for us in, in, in key key positions. So um big moment, big moment. I'm gonna go I'm going to go 4-1. I'm going to go 4-1.
0: Oh, oh wait 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 wait! hang on hang on no, right, I have to just see. Well, I, did, you Tottenham. take the results did so. you say did you say 4-1 to Tottenham no, that's no. Just
1: joking mate I'm saying that must be joking I ain't, I'm giving them anything hang on a second the James,
0: we, um, it's, uh, suddenly we've just fallen back to sleep and this is a dream <laughs> <laughs> I because, know. because well i like to on, surprise no, you a little bit on this podcast no, no, what no, we're doing no, hang, the hang arsenal? on Jack, <laughs> no, no, I, I have to stop you because would be very rare for you to give a win against a so-called 6-6 very rare for me to get it right
2: By the way, but but um, but but
1: four what? Four one. I'm going four one. I'm going four one. I'm going to believe. Believe. Is that is that is that just tea in that mug?
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it's just see <laughs> I think I was checking Jack's finally yeah. take up alcohol because he can't be. Yeah out. I was to say and, uh, Yeah this was coming
1: out I know, I No I know I believe I believe I believe ah. and um,
0: I, be I heard be you, be you be might be
1: sitting with the Ashburton Army Neil if John's comments to me are right he said you might
0: Yeah possibly Ashburton. I mean he hasn't got back to me since my last comments so I don't, you never know with him but Yeah see. you never
1: know obviously so you get yourself a couple of tickets but well if you are then you've got to give us the atmosphere but I, I mean you know anything can happen like you said in North London Derby but I think we are the better football team we are the better football team yeah, by some yeah. distance just like I felt against Man U but we can't make those mistakes so can we turn up can we not make can we be error free yeah. that's the hard part because they play on mistakes they play on, on on the numbers it's it's easier to play in their way in the sense of chase 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 Harry 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 wait for a mistake and pounce but um uh you know, I think I think I think we're ready. it be very interesting to see sort of what team we have going into yeah. it. We'll be talking it's more about fir- that It's I the felt. first
2: game as well, isn't it? So it's big, it sets the tone for the weekend because Yes, and that's the hard part of the national. Manchester yeah, the Manchester Derby's the Sunday, isn't it? So oh, is it, blood? Yeah, so um can you imagine
0: um, if um, things go our way can you imagine if we get the win and that's That's exactly
2: we've got to set the pace which you know uh, like we said earlier this weekend uh, everything was done and then we could do what we wanted to do after I'm like no we've got to set the tone here yeah, yes, I want to yeah. Into
1: every. I want our on the phone to every international manager talking about next week's <laughs> games. Hey, 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 play them this week. I want them rested next week. I want them sit in the ice bath during their games. Okay, thank yeah. you very much. Okay, Klopp's done it for years. He's had his seven-year itch. Okay, yeah. he's out. He's out of his inhalers. Okay, Pep's still doing it. So let it's our turn now. Okay, it's our turn now. You start protecting. You want our players going to the World Cup fully fit and healthy? Then look after them right now because you're going to need. You know, France, they're going to be starting Saliba, I'm telling you. And they're going to be, there are, a lot of our players are going to be starters
2: in their yeah. national clubs. Yeah. So what's that, that's what well, we Fra- need. France so. has got 15 players out. So I'm like, if Saliba's not oh. going to start for them, we're 15 out. It's, yeah,
1: there's nothing. Like 15 it. out. Jeez. Yeah. Flipping out. I was hoping yeah. to see over the next couple of days just us pull a couple, you know, like, oh, we're not sending him or he's feeling a <laughs> little niggle. I've not seen much of that. But anyway, boys, it's been a fantastic chat. We will be back probably not. A, a, a closer prediction before the 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 Tottenham game, but 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 after it and staying positive. Top of the league, got to enjoy the next couple of weeks. To, if you can't enjoy the next couple of weeks of an international break when you're not playing your top of the league, then you're never going to enjoy an international break, mm-hmm. which is probably the, what we should be doing because they are dreadful. But um, but up be Arsenal, top of the league. Kits are unbelievable, aren't they this year? Aren't they? Been wearing a pink number a little bit, loving it. But boys enjoy that work thank you we're on at purely Arsenal fp on twitter and youtube spotify at purely Arsenal fp on twitter look at us there all our handles are on there and uh yeah up the arsenal come on boys let's go come on let's go